you want to put together an SEO campaign for your business that generates a solid flow of revenue for the long term, then stay tuned. Hey, I'm Sam Dunning, co-owner over at webchoiceuk.com and host of the Top 100 Marketing Podcast, Business Growth Show. So first of all, what the heck is SEO? Well, SEO stands for Search Engine Optimization. It is the process of getting your website to page one of Google's organic, so the non-paid search results. So who is SEO for? Well, anyone that wants to get more customers, more business from Google. I'm sure you've done it yourself, right? You might need help with the product. You might need a service. You might be comparing things. You might be searching for answers for a question. Chances are you're typing it in on Google and you're going with one of the results that probably shows in the top three, four, five organic listings and you'll click it. And depending on the information that they provide you, you might get in touch with them or take a specific action. Now, who should focus on SEO? Well, SEO should, I always advise it's part of a multi-channel strategy as SEO typically is a long-term marketing process. So quite a lot of the time when we work with clients, they might be running paid ads like Google ads, they might be running some social ads, they'll be doing SEO for long term. Um, and then perhaps they'll be doing other things like social media marketing, perhaps they're doing webinars and other bits and pieces to, to generate inbound sales and leads. Now, how long does SEO take? Well, it's a bit like saying how long is a piece of string depending on the industry you're in. So if you're in a super niche, a super localized business where you only serve a certain region in your local area, and there's not much competition, it could be very quick. However, if you're in a perhaps a national company or you operate internationally, perhaps your products are very, very competitive. Um, so there's a lot of competition in the market. Then you could be talking months or even years to get your main focus keywords to page one. But with that said, let's dive into the nuts and bolts and let's dive into the strategy of how to actually win with SEO. If you're building a house, you wouldn't try and put up the doors, the windows, all the brick walls before you had a solid foundation in place to build upon. And SEO is much the same. You need a solid foundation. So before you start trying to build links or buy sponsored content posts or start distributing content or all that good stuff, you need a solid foundation. And in this case, that means solid keyword research. So understanding the search terms that you want to be page one of Google's organic search results for, and we want to link them to revenue. We want to link them to products or services you actually want to be selling. So some tools to consider are Google Keyword Planner, Ahrefs, SEMrush, or Neil Patel's tool, Ubersuggest. Um, there's a bunch of others, but these are great for doing things like checking the competitiveness of search terms, how much traffic volume they get each week, month, checking out your competitors, your competition, so looking at reference sites and the search terms they're going after, checking your current status, so seeing where your website ranks now for specific search terms, or if any, um, and then from there, you want to think about a few things. So usually, depending on the size of your business and the amount of resources that you've got in-house or that your marketing team has got, you need to think about how many search terms you're going to target. For example, at WebChoice, our plans start at 10 keywords and 10 search terms. So that's probably a sound idea for a small company. Likewise, if you're an enterprise company with 100 plus staff, then you're probably looking at 100 plus search terms. So depending on the size of the company, think about that. Now, once you've sorted that, you want to do a mix of competitive search terms, what are called short tail keywords that we'll get into in a sec, which might take several months to rank for, kind of medium term search terms, 
which again could be kind of several months to rank for and shorter term keywords, which are usually what's called longer tail keywords, which could just take a few months. Now, in terms of let's let's do a bit of breakdown. Let's say you provide CRM solutions, maybe you provide CRM for small business. So keywords like CRM company, CRM agency, CRM provider are going to be extremely competitive with hundreds, if not thousands of people all trying to get the top spot on Google. So you might want to look at things like CRM for small business or small business CRM. Even still, they're going to be very, very competitive. So those might be some of the long-term goals and some of the keywords you decide for the, the next 6, 12, 18 months. In the middle, you might want to be thinking about kind of compa comparing based keywords. So perhaps people have um, heard of your brand and maybe they're comparing CRMs. So maybe they're comparing Zoho versus yours or HubSpot versus your company name. Um, or maybe they're looking at things like 10 top tips to find the best CRM provider. Um, those kind of educational, midway through the sales funnel search terms you could think about. And then likewise, at the really longer tail keywords, so people that perhaps haven't heard of your company that are doing initial research, things like top things to consider before investing in CRM or how to find a CRM company that's the best fit for you. Um, or those kind of search terms and some good ideas to think about these are perhaps there's common questions that your sales team get on calls when speaking to prospects or customers um, around your services, um, i.e. how do you do X or best ways to fix Y or how to resolve Z or um, top ways to do X. So those kind of things, if there's common questions that your sales reps get, you can again incorporate those in your shorter term what's called longer tail keywords. Now, once you've considered all of those options and thought about kind of long-term, mid-term, short-term, top of the funnel searches for people that are early in the stage, midway through, and bottom of the sales funnel, people that have got high intent and ready to buy, and you've done a mixture of those, you've researched using tools like SEMrush, Ahrefs, Ubersuggest, Google Keyword Planner to find out the data behind them, make sure they've got enough search volume. Don't always be distracted by the amount of search volume they've got though, because some that are really high intent can not always have the, the, the masses of search volume that others do. Um, and likewise, have a look at what your competition's doing, get some ideas from them, but not necessarily copy them. Once you have chosen your keywords that you want to go ahead with for your business, then comes the on-site work. So on-site SEO can be split into two main parts, technical and content. So looking at technical first, Google recently at the time of recording this, rolled out a update called Core Web Vitals. So they take a big emphasis on things like mobile first design, making sure your website works super well on mobile. It gives people a great experience on mobile, tablet, and PC. It's easy to navigate around, and it's just has a good interface, isn't confusing, and is easy to find exactly what you're looking for in minimal time possible. Making sure your page loads nice and fast. So if you haven't yet, check your page speed on Google PageSpeed Insights, and you can get a quick idea of how quick your site is. You want it really one second or less on mobile and PC. And Google PageSpeed Insights will also give you actionable tips um, if your site is a bit slow on what you need to look at. So then technically you need to think about things like Google doesn't Google wants your site to be as informative and helpful to people as possible. So with your chosen keywords, there's no point trying to stuff them all into a homepage or a one-page website as that's just going to give people a poor experience and not help your ranking at all. So, for example, if you're a service-based company, you want to have a page on your site for each of the main services you offer, 
along with if you serve different locations and each of the main locations you offer um, along with things like useful resources contact page team page so breaking down the search terms so they fit to relevant pages so each page is technically sound in terms of things like your meta title and your meta description so that's when you do a google search and you see the listing um, each listing has got a title and a description of the listing that's the meta title and description your page titles what you see in your your tab at the top that describes the page um, the heading tags so when you go on a page you've, you've got a range of title tags and um, the intro of the page things like image alt tags um, essentially reviewing all the site from a navigation standpoint speed standpoint user experience um, and structure standpoint and making sure it's all technically sound it's aligned with the search terms you're targeting um, and also follows best practices in terms of user experience user interface mobile views and page speed um, there's a fair bit to it but that's in a nutshell now once you've sorted that you want to look at the content side of things so google loves fresh relevant informative detailed content so looking at your website not just as a shop window even if it is an online store but also as a useful resource so it can help educate and inform people around your industry um, to get them trained up on it help them learn something new so you become a trusted resource and they trust in you to recommend you and also buy from you or get in touch with you so you'll have a bunch of keywords that you're targeting from your research stage we want to make sure that those keywords link through to relevant pages and we want to make sure the content on each page is as helpful as possible so if you have a service or product page Perhaps that's got some written copy. Perhaps that's got, perhaps if you're on a service page, it's got some photos. Maybe it's got a useful guide. Maybe there is an infographic explaining how it works. Um, maybe you've got resources section on your site with podcasts, with blog articles. Um, maybe blog articles cover common customers' questions. So making sure your website's methodical, easy to navigate, the content is as informative and helpful as possible. One tip you can do is you can check out your competitors. Um, especially the ones using the tools I mentioned earlier for keyword research. See what pages they're ranking for now. Get ideas from their page and then make your web pages, your detail pages, even more helpful, informative. If they've done a video, make it make one that's more comprehensive. Likewise, infographics. Um, just one-up them in every aspect possible to make your site the go-to for your industry. Next up is the off-site SEO. So we've discussed building a solid foundation through your keywords, through your technical and your content side of things on your website. Now comes the off-site part, so doing things off the site to rise those rankings up on Google and get your main search terms up towards page one to increase your all-important web traffic, increase your brand visibility and increase your sales revenue or your inbound sales leads. So it doesn't mean that on-site's over because you always want to be thinking about adding fresh content, whether that's articles, whether that's videos, infographics, new pages, um, just making your website a useful resource no matter what part of the sales funnel or process people are at, whether they're ready to buy or still considering options. So in terms of offsite SEO, as an example, with WebChoice, with our 10 search term plan, we might do things like create five unique articles each month, Perhaps one of those goes on the website as a blog post. Perhaps the others get distributed onto article submission sites, whether that is things like a WordPress blog, whether that's a guest post that's relevant that we found uh, in the industry that's talking about the topics we talk about, um, whether that is on sites that allow article submissions. Um, and then each article that we put together will have a backlink 
linked to one of our relevant keywords back to our website on the relevant page. These articles will be as detailed, as informative, and as useful on the chosen topic relevant to a search term as possible. Other things that we do are, as well as creating articles, distributing them on relevant sites in the industry and building links, we'll be looking at things like creating infographics, so detailed images that break down certain processes in the relevant business. Um, and again, distribute those onto sites that accept them. Um, we'll be doing article submissions. We'll be doing classified listings. So we'll be finding directory sites. Um, there's a bunch of these. I'm sure you know a few in your industry that allow you to create a directory listing, um, put a bit of information about your site, put your website link and your contact details. So we'll be looking at relevant directory listings, post listings, classified listings that, again, relevant to your industry you're in and that allow you to put the details in about your company and a link back to your site. Um, and all this good stuff we do each and every month. Why do we do it? Well, it allows us to distribute content. It allows us to build quality backlinks on industry-relevant sites, which send signals to Google, build up your link juice, and ultimately, over time, build up your organic rankings for your website. Other things to consider. So we've gone through keyword research. We've gone through on-site SEO. We've gone through off-site SEO. Other things to think about are that this is an ongoing process, right? So you need to constantly measure what you're doing. So a must is to install Google Analytics on your website so you can actually yield the fruits of your labor, track what's going on. So Google Analytics will tell you the traffic that's coming to your site, the traffic sources. So if they're coming from Google Organic or you're running other ads or campaigns to split what's coming from where, it's really important you track your conversion. So if you're e-commerce, you track all the purchase options. Or if you're a lead gen website, then you track the click to calls, the inquiry form fills, the phone calls, someone emailing you direct. Um, so every angle that someone can convert, get in touch or buy from your website is being measured so you can assess how well your SEO, your search terms, your activity is contributing to actually driving bottom line, to driving sales leads and driving revenue. That's important to stay on top of. Um, and likewise, to measure each month. So if you're working with a SEO company, then they should be reporting on all the work they're doing each and every month in terms of the work on your site, in terms of off your site, the content that's being created and then approved by you, how it's being distributed, the links that are being built the sites that submissions and directories and article listings are going to. So you have a clear report each and every month of all the work done, of all the results achieved in terms of the ranking progress. So you're tracking how well your chosen keywords, the rankings are progressing up in Google's results. And then most importantly, how much traffic, how many sales leads, um, and how many conversions in terms of leads or bottom line you're actually getting from the work so you can measure it each month and look what needs improving and plan for the future. And there we have it. There is my summary of SEO and how to make sure it actually drives revenue for your business for the long term. If you enjoyed this one, why not check out my weekly email at businessgrowth.email. That's businessgrowth.email. I share actionable marketing tips with useful podcasts, free guides, stories, um, and a joke to kickstart your week. That's each and every Monday at businessgrowth.email email. And with that said, thanks very much for tuning in. As always, if you enjoyed the episode, do hit that subscribe button. And with that, I'll catch you on the next one. Cheers. Are you tired of hunting for clients? You could be missing out on regular inbound opportunities all because your website isn't on the first page of Google. Perhaps you're already spending money on marketing, but your website is failing to convert your hard-earned visitors 
into a consistent flow of leads and sales. Want to learn more about WebChoice's unusual approach that brings idle clients straight to you? Book a free digital marketing assessment today at webchoiceuk.com. That's webchoiceuk.com.